This is an overrated Christmas stocking filler from Vince, Neil and Jeremy. Enjoy. It became a tradition that when we reached the Beatles song section of each episode of the Overrated Podcast, that I would read aloud from the relevant passage from Revolution in the Head, uh, the Beatles music and the 60s by the brilliant Ian MacDonald, a sort of seminal guide to the Beatles songs. Um, And I had no idea why I started doing that. And I had no idea that people really quite liked it and missed it when I stopped doing it, when I mislaid my copy of the book somewhere in my dusty house of books. So I've um, been gifted a new copy by Santa Jeremy. Um, And as uh, a special Christmas treat, I thought I would read aloud all the missing entries. Day Tripper, Lennon McCartney. John Lennon, double-backed vocal, rhythm, lead guitar. Paul McCartney, double-tracked vocal, bass. George Harrison, lead guitar, Ringo Starr drums and tambourine. Recorded 16th of October 1965, Abbey Road Studio 2, producer George Martin, engineer Norman Smith. UK released 30 December 1965, a single, We Can Work It Out. Returning to the studio on Saturday after a day off, the Beatles maintained the bluesy style of Drive My Car with a song Lennon and McCartney later admitted had been forced by the need for a new single. Conceivably, they wrote Day Tripper on Friday after consulting a rough mix of Drive My Car, which would explain why Thursday's session overran. Entirely dependent on its riff, catchier, if far less subtle than the line used on Drive My Car, Day Tripper repaid what its companion track had stolen from Otis Redding. Tickled by what he heard, Redding cut his own madly up-tempo version of Day Tripper. Though Lennon had yet to launch himself to his full-scale LSD period, he was evidently sufficiently versed in the counterculture associated with the drug to poke fun at those who took it without changing their outlook. The lyric of Day Tripper, he later explained, was an attack on weekend hippies, those who don floral shirts and headbands to listen to acid rock between nine to five office jobs. While something of the sort may have been in Lennon's mind in October 1965, it must be said that few outside a select circle in America had taken LSD by then, that the word hippie was not coined until 1966, and that acid rock arrived a full year later. The line recorded as She's a Big Teaser was originally written as She's a Prick Teaser. Either way, it isn't very interesting, despite sustaining the strain of ironic narrative introduced in the group's previous two recordings. Recorded with peculiarly wide stereo separation, Day Tripper starts at 12 bar in E, which makes a feint at turning into a 12 bar in the relative minor, i.e. the chorus, before doubling back to the expected B, another joke from a group which had clearly decided that wit was to be their new gimmick. Reaching B by this erratic route the second time round, the song hangs on to it in a 12-bar pedal point crescendo over which Lennon solos while Harrison climbs a lengthy scale, ending triumphantly in the home key. 
Another in-joke occurs in the chorus bar of Star's drum part, played with fours on the bass drum in the style of Al Jackson and the MGs, the Stax house band. Musically uninspired by the Beatles' standards and marred by a bad punching edit on the vocal track at 150, Day Tripper was nevertheless scheduled as their new Trist single until the recording of We Can Work It Out a few days later. Arguments over which was to be given preference, Lennon wanted Day Tripper, led to the single being marketed as the very first double A-side. Airplay and points of sale requests soon proved We Can Work It Out to be more popular. 